Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you've had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with D's, episode number... 22. I just looked and I already spaced it. Sucks getting old, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, I am, of course, your host, Dees, and with me, as always, we got Dylan. Yep. And uh, we got a, quite a bit of stuff to cover today. We're going to, of course, cover all the Sunday action uh, in the NFL, preview um, the upcoming week four, five? Week five. five. Yeah. Um, and this being Monday uh, early afternoon, of course, we don't know the outcome of the Monday night games, but we are going to talk. A little bit about one of them, uh, given all the news that, that went down over the course of the weekend. Uh, of course, we know the Titans still had more tests, much like mm-hmm. I predicted, and yep. that game ended up getting pushed, and the Steelers get fucked because now they have to play basically the rest of their season without a bye. And the big one was the matchup with Baltimore. Um, got moved back a week to what would have been Pittsburgh and Baltimore's bye week, and Baltimore's bye week then shifts to the week before because that week Pittsburgh will play Tennessee on October 25th. Um, so, and, and you know how physical those games always mm-hmm. are, and you're basically you're giving them a bye week before they play us. Um, it is what it is. I mean, it sucks, and maybe it's a bit unfair, but this is kind of a crazy year, and, you know. Got to do what you got to do. It is what it is. I mean, uh, I could – be all rah rah and talk about the last time the Steelers had a week four bye um, was the 2005 season and if you don't know that was the season that we started off kind of hot and then fell apart and then came back um, and reeled off I think five in a row including the the trucking of one Brian Urlacher by Jerome Bettis and we went in as the six seed one Super Bowl so that's a positive thing to look at, but we'll see how it uh, how it all shakes out. I mean, you know, this was the first of what I think will be at least a few, if not many, uh, outbreaks on teams. Right. Um, the other big news as far as COVID goes in the NFL, it was announced on Sunday. S- yeah, Sunday morning. The um, the Pats were getting no, ready. Was it Saturday? It was Saturday, okay. actually, yeah. They, or yeah, it was Saturday. They were getting ready to hop on the buses to take their flight to KC, and uh, it, it became known that Cam Newton came back positive, as well as one of the practice squad quarterbacks for the Chiefs. Um, that I don't think they would have done what they did if it would have just been the practice squad guy. The Chiefs. Oh, God, no. no. But because it was Cam... They, you know, basically pushed it back, and I am really surprised that nobody else popped positive. I know, right? And as of this morning, they've passed their tests, and they are 
they're on their way, I think, to, or maybe they've landed by now, but they're literally traveling on game day to play the game tonight at, I think, 6.05 Eastern? Uh, I believe or, that's or right. Or Central, yeah. I believe. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and then it ended up pushing the Monday night game back like an hour or something like that. An hour that. and a half. I think they kicked off like 8.50 our time yeah. or something like that. Yeah, um, So it, it leads me to a couple of thoughts. The, the Titans, obviously, they had multiple people. Yeah. And no Vikings yeah. who they played, which strikes me as a little bit odd. Right. But here you had a quarterback who is literally in the huddle, talking in people's faces all the time, and so far, anyway, nobody else has come back positive. So what the hell did the Titans do? I mean, it, it leads me to believe yeah. that there was a serious protocol breach. Right. And the NFL is investigating, and they are facing possible sanctions, as well they should. Right. Um, I... I wouldn't be against a forfeiture of the game, right? <laughs> but I know that's not going to happen. Um, so yeah, we'll be watching that. I know as of this morning they had no more positives. So and I, they're because of they're, the NFL protocol has some you have to have so many days negative before they'll fully say that you're good to go. So we'll see how that works out. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not happy with the situation, but it is what it is, and and football must the show goes on. Uh, so yeah, uh, MLB playoffs are rolling right along. Um, yeah, all that shit I talked early on in the season is uh, all for naught because the Cubs get to the first round and lay a big fat egg and lose to a team that had no business being in the playoffs to begin with. I mean, they played a few several games with players that like we talked about, nobody had heard of because they had so many people get broken out. And, yeah, so, yeah, they, they sucked a dick, and now the Cubs are done. Um, but on the, the happier side of the coin, so are the Cardinals because they lost to the Padres, who, again, not not a team that was expected to really make any noise this year. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Fernando Tatis Jr.? Or, I know his last name is Tatis Jr. He's been on fire, and, and he caught fire in that uh, – game two and game three of that series with the Cardinals. So they knocked them out. Wasn't so, he the guy that there was that big uproar because he yes, swung yeah. the lead and hit a homer? Yep, yep. That was the guy that, yeah, they told him to take the pitch and he ended up hitting a grand slam. And, right on. Um, yeah, that kid, I mean, he looks like he's possibly got a bright future. So, yeah, we got that. Uh, I don't think there are any other major surprises as far as MLB goes, but – uh, now they're down to eight, the, the the division series, and we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, NBA Finals, <sighs> I, I'm eating my words. Yeah. I, I sat here and, and called the Heat to win, and they were playing them tough, but then they literally – but they didn't lose Butler, but he was kind of banged up. And, but they lost Bam Adebayo, and they lost uh, – God, what's the other guy's name? Drogic or whatever who's got the plantar fascia so two of their main players are were out and right you know rightfully so they lost game two but Jimmy Butler put the team on his back last night and and basically stole game three so they're at least making it a little bit of a series but if they can't get those guys back and healthy in a big hurry they're in they're still in a lot of trouble I mean uh, Bam is their their defensive stalwart in the middle and Without him, I, I don't see a repeat of last night. I just, 
they might get another win out of it and, and go six games, but it's going to be really tough. I mean, I don't know. I I would have liked to have seen the Heat win, but um, and then the big controversy, of course, LeBron walking off the court with like ten seconds left. Yeah, and he says that he thought the game was over. Well, it was over, but there there wasn't zeros on the clock, asshole. Yeah. So uh, I think it was just a kind of spilt milk type thing, yeah. and said to hell with it, and I'm walking off. And of course, all the 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 LeBron is goat people will give him a pass on it while all the LeBron haters will call him out on his bullshit. And I'm not a hater. I don't think he's the goat. I think he's, he's up there, you know, but um, in their prime, you give me my choice of players and I'm taking Michael first and I'm taking Kobe second. And then I might start thinking about LeBron. Um, so yeah, is what it is. Uh, college football had a couple of, big upsets nothing major earth shattering except for the fact that texas lost to um tcu tcu yeah and oklahoma dropped another game um this time it was to looking iowa state yeah 37 30 um so yeah they're oklahoma is definitely done oh yeah uh because they were ranked 10th and they're gonna drop out and it's they are yeah they already yeah are they completely out of, They're the, out of okay. the top 25? Yeah. Uh, I think Texas is still in. Okay. But TCU isn't, hmm. which uh, I saw a lot of people kind of raising a little bit of hell on that. Um, oh, I, UCF, they were ranked 11th. They lost to Tulsa. So that's, oh, yeah. I watched the end of that game, actually. And then uh, SMU beating 25th Memphis. Again, that's not really earth-shattering because okay. SMU is undefeated, but um, – yeah, that's where we're at. Everything else was kind of ho-hum. Uh, the number 24, Pittsburgh, lost by a point to NC State. Um, but, again, no earth-shattering, playoff-implicating uh, major losses with the exception of Oklahoma. But let's be honest, they were probably out of it when they lost the first game. Yeah. Um, especially when you got the Big Ten looming coming up with Ohio State. They're you know, As soon as they're active, I think they're going to jump in the top probably three. Right. As much as I disagree with it, I think you know the voters. They they still have a good team, right? So, but that's probably where they're going to end up shoving them as soon as it's ready to go. Um, don't really think we had much else. Um, just real quick NFL news. Uh, I know we just Nick Chubb running Nick Chubb, running yeah. back for the Browns. Um, he's going to be out for several weeks with a MCL issue. So. If nobody's got him already, go out and grab Kareem Hunt, which I think most leagues. I do. You do have him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's His workload is probably going to increase tenfold now with Chubb out for several weeks. Um, Devontae Adams uh, tweeted this morning that he was out for Monday Night Football. The tweet has since been deleted, so it'll be interesting to see if he plays tonight and how quickly one of the coaches or whatever called him was like, get that shit off the internet. Yeah. I don't know if that's if that's what happened, where he was being honest, or if it's a game attempted gamesmanship on his part, and his coaches were like, "Don't do that. That's shitty." Yeah, yeah it's who knows? A, you know, hard to say. Um, so yeah, well, uh, I'm gonna tell a little story, and then we'll get back to the sports news. We're gonna cover all the happenings of of week three, and then give you our week four preview. But first, it's been a while, but here we go. 
And now it's time for true stories of a strip club DJ. With checks and guns and fire trucks and hookers and drugs and booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! All the things that make life worth living for. Ah! All right. So it's been a while. And I guess what I'm going to tell today isn't like earth shattering or gross like the last one. It's just it's kind of a look into the life of a uh, strip club DJ. Um, look, it's no big secret that drugs are pretty prevalent in that world. No, I know it's, no. it's a shocker, right? right. Um, and if anyone out there knows me and has known me for any length of time, it's also not a shocker that I have been known to partake in those activities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like Mitch Hedberg said. I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to, too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, it was kind of... I used to do quite a bit of stuff, but up until I... Moved back from Indianapolis, I had never uh, tried one particular drug, and that was cocaine. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. I find that surprising. Uh, to be honest, me too. But no, I was more. Um, I mean, I smoked weed as a you know teen a little bit, um, but then then my drug of choice became, and I did acid like a couple of times, no big deal. But mm. then my drug of choice became ecstasy. Which still is, but <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So very appropriately named drug. Uh, yes, for, for sure. Um, but anyway, I, I moved back to Illinois from Indianapolis and started dabbling in the old white girl mm-hmm. booger sugar, as uh, Kevin Hart called it. And of course, I mean it's everywhere in a strip club, and I used to spend. Even when I wasn't working at the strip club, I was there a lot. And then I would go out to the other clubs in the area and to the point where, look, I was doing a lot of it, okay? (laughs) And not only was I doing a lot of it, but I became very well acquainted with uh, suppliers of said narcotic. Mm -hmm. So I literally had it whenever I wanted it. And working in a strip club... (laughs) Being a DJ and putting up with some of the shit that I've had to put up with, and I've told the stories on here, you almost needed it. <laughs> <laughs> Just look, I can't. I know people out there do it. I've met them. I've worked with some. I don't know how DJs can work that job without some kind of drug or alcohol or sedative or heroin. I don't know. It definitely makes it go by a lot smoother than being there sober. Because I mean, I've I've been there and been out, and like, so I didn't have the the blow, and like the owner would be there who was a real prick, mm. and very strict. So I couldn't drink while he was there. So I, I've been I've lived the sober life in the strip club DJ booth. It's not fun, <laughs> not at all. So. Uh, so yeah, obviously, like I said, I was, I was usually holding something if I was working and this one time, what I would do, um, the way the DJ booth was set up is it was very dark and pretty small. And I had a, a, like a countertop in front of me and like a shelf to my right. And 
on the countertop was like my mixer and keyboard mouse and everything. But I had about a six inch space between said keyboard and the edge of the countertop right in front of me. And that was perfect. Nice, smooth surface. So I would literally sit in there and fucking chop lines on the countertop (laughs) and one, you know, if nobody was looking, I'd dip down. Let me tie my shoe for a second. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's good. Hit it real quick. And as I got, to know a lot of the girls there became close with them. And of course they knew I partied. I knew they partied. And, and as I've told before, girls that took care of me, I took care of them Mm. in more ways than one. Mm. So like if a girl was, uh, you know, doing well and I wanted a good tip at the end of the day, I would chop one up over on my side shelf and I'd just call them to the DJ booth. Like I had to ask them a question or set up a VIP or whatever and and they'd walk up to the glass and I'd just give them the old head nod and that was their cue to walk into the booth, walk behind me and there it was for them. They'd hit it real quick and they'd go on about their business. But anyway, on this one particular Saturday afternoon, I guess it probably wasn't even afternoon yet. It, it might have been around noon. But the door guy had gone on break. Now, the way that, again, the way the booth was set up is I had a glass partition in front of me and to the side of me. And back then, I, I told the story when I puked in the DJ booth. A- at that time, that was after a remodel, and the, the door guy was to my left across the aisleway. Well, back when this happened, the door guy was literally right in front of me, and he could literally lean into my glass partition, sliding glass, and and talk to me. Well, the door guy that was working went on break. Hmm. So there wasn't one, but the general manager of the club, who's very cool and didn't really care, but I didn't really know that at the time, especially doing it in the club. Mm -hmm. So, but he was kind of covering the door, but he would always, if he didn't hear the front door open, he wasn't there. Or if the phone wasn't ringing to where he had to answer it, he wasn't there. He'd be out doing some other stuff. So there I am, Saturday, I'm hungover, because I'd went out Friday, and of course I've got my shit from Friday night, and and, and nothing hits a hangover quite like a big fat rail, if you know what I'm saying. And The more you know. Yeah, Yeah. ding, ding, ding. We're also educational. Right. So he walks away. I think he answered the phone or let somebody in, and he walks away. I'm like, boom, that's my time. And I had already had it out and and ready to go choo choo the train was about to <laughs> leave the station and so i was waiting on him to go and he walks away and boom straw the nostril bend over take the big rip and come back up and he's standing there <laughs> just looking at me <laughs> and the <laughs> The straw is still in my hand, <laughs> like still almost in my nostril at this point. And he's just looking at me. And it's like one of those dogs when they hear something that you don't hear where they cock their head. Mm-hmm. And he just looks at me, gives me a little head shake and smile and walk away. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not fired. All right, yeah. So, yeah, at that point I knew I was cool. Then there was another time, the same scenario. It was like a Saturday or whatever, but the owner was there. Mm-hmm. But he was sitting in the back, so I kind of, you know, had it free or whatever. And 
the owner was standing outside talking to uh, the general manager who seen it. And then there was another manager about something going on. Well, I had to have a question answered like right away from the manager. So I walked outside and, and I was talking to him and got, you know, got that taken care of. And the whole time I see him as he's looking at me, his eyes are kind of big, like, you, you know, what are you doing type thing? And I did my thing. I'm like, all right. He's like, yeah. He's like, go ahead and head back in. As I go to head back in, he reaches up and grabs the door handle before me. So that he's literally right there in my face to open the door for me. He's like, wipe your fucking nose. <laughs> and I went, so I went to the bathroom and sure as shit, it looked literally not quite like Scarface, but yeah, it was very evident. And I don't know how the owner didn't see it. Cause I would have been, Compl- done fired on the spot mm. had that uh yeah had he had he seen that but yeah I, I definitely dodged a bullet there um yeah and so yeah it's like i said it, it's there i'm not gonna sit here and say that everybody in the club is doing it sure what percentage would you say uh of everyone in the club i would say on a given day i would put it at least 50 percent Probably any given day. Any, I just meant like overall, but you mean any given day someone's either or drinking or something? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm just talking about cocaine. Oh if, wow. Yeah. I mean, but if yeah, if you want to include weed, coke, booze, all that other stuff, shit, I'm gonna say eighty. Yeah, definitely. Because and there were. I used to get pills like Vicodin and stuff for a couple people that worked in the wait staff and bartending. Um, yeah, the, the, the number is very high. Now, again, if any of the girls that I still talk to, I'm not naming any names, and I know that there were clean workers there. Yeah. But on any given day, the majority, I would say, is not. Right. You know, And if, if they're not sober, they might be sober that day, but... Mm-hmm. They do it when it's there, you know, because okay. I mean, it, it does help you get by and it, that is a tough profession. And there are, you know, some women do it because they enjoy it. Some women do it because they have to. Right. And because it's an easy way to make money and you can do it uh, kind of on the down low and avoid certain people with the initials IRS and, mm. you know, things of that nature. And it's stressful and they need an escape and grant some of them take it way too far and get into the bad shit. I mean, I've seen that happen too, but I would say, um, obviously back then weed wasn't legal. Now it's legal. So everybody probably smoking weed and you almost have to, to put up with that shit. But back then, uh, you know, Coke was pretty, pretty popular and a lot of them were doing it. And it almost was a bad thing because once they found out, that I was that guy. Hey, help me out. Help oh, me out. all the time, all the time. Um, the good thing was, and I was never an actual dealer, but I a few times I was smart enough to take extra in there, is that a lot of them mm-hmm. were, what's the word, coke dumb in that. It, it, oh, okay. They... 
20 bucks for that that much that's a great deal is that what you mean by uh, not really okay. but you're on the right okay you're, you're in the neighborhood you're just at the wrong house <laughs> <laughs> um no when i say that what i mean is like when i would go a weekend or whatever was getting ready to, to go out and i knew i was going to party mm-hmm. i'd get like one or two eight balls mm-hmm. what you know to last right so that i had it well a lot of the girls would come to me and be like, "Hey, let me get a an eighth or you know, a, a, not an eighth. That's an eight ball. A a, a gram or half a gram. Mm-hmm. Which, for those of you that aren't into the the lingo that's of drugs, an eight ball is three point uh, seven five grams. Okay. okay, that's an eighth of an ounce. So half a gram. Look, as somebody who's done a lot of coke, half a gram means I'm out of coke. <laughs> <laughs> but these girls work in the club, they would think, oh, I just need, you know, a couple bumps and I'll be good. Well, guess what? Cocaine doesn't work that way. Yeah, no. Because once you have a couple bumps, you know what you want more than anything? A couple more bumps. Yeah. So they would buy half a gram and then like 20, 30 minutes later, hey, you got another one of those? Hey, you got another one of those? Well, if you do the math, you could get an eight ball way cheaper than you could get an eight ball if you bought it half a gram at a time. Right. Of course, I wasn't. I mean, there were a few girls that I actually liked, and I was told, like, look, I can save you some money <laughs> and get you the quantity. Oh, no, I just want a little. But, bitch, you've been to see me enough to get two eight balls. <laughs> and it's just like they don't think. And a lot of people get really clear-headed on it and become very rational or – or irrational. I've mm-hmm. seen it go both ways. And I, I couldn't ever figure out why the hell they wouldn't just buy quantity, you know, instead of coming back. You know, it's like, are you going to go to the store and you're going to buy a case of beer? Or are you going to go in there every half hour and buy a, a road, boy, you yeah. know, a tall boy and just keep going? Because you're going to end up spending a hell of a lot more money if you buy it one at a time. Right. Same thing with cocaine. So, so yeah, that's my story uh, as far as how cocaine in the club went around uh i've got another story that ties to that that actually led to uh some pretty depressing times in my life that maybe i'll share one of these days okay do you have a comment about what oh i don't know i thought you i were... mean it's yours okay i mean oh i thought strippers you strippers were... do coke i got it well yeah right. yeah it's the secret to uh i'm sharing all the secrets there i'm gonna get phone calls now but yeah, exactly yeah. Newsflash. All right, so moving on, we are going to go ahead and jump into the week that was and and technically still is being yeah. Monday. Um, going to go over the scores and everything. Starting, we already talked about Thursday because we broadcast on Friday, I think it was. No, we didn't. We were going to, but. That's right. Yes, we did not. Thursday night, Broncos, Jets. It was actually a more entertaining game than I thought it would be. Yeah. You know, I was expecting like. 17 to 13 or if even that much but um denver 37 28 over the jets darnold uh didn't look terrible i mean i don't i he's not the problem with the jets no i totally agree yeah and and he took a shot and and on his shoulder and i look watching the replay i thought he was done yeah i thought that was dislocated shoulder broken collarbone bone or something but he actually came back and finished the game um, now they're saying that it, 
they haven't come out yet, but they're saying it might be something that causes him to miss time. But um, if I'm Sam, I'm gonna I, sit down. I well, yeah, I think I would too. Yeah. But I'm guessing he just went in the locker room, got a shot, and was like, "Oh, I'm okay." But it might be a little more painful than he thought. Sure. Um, Brett Rippin, eh, wasn't great. He looked pretty good initially and then threw three interceptions late, so... Yeah, I mean, it, he, I wouldn't say he was strong, but he was not horrible. Did have, like I said, a couple of miscues there late. Um, Efficient, I should say. Yeah. He didn't look great, but... No. Yeah, but you don't have to look great, and you can still beat the Jets, as they showed. Yeah, I... Yeah, the Jets are fucking terrible. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're a really bad team. Yeah. Uh, Colts-Bears... <laughs> Maybe the problem isn't Big Dick or or, or Big Yeah, Big Dick Nick looked more like little bitch Mitch cuz yeah. they were anemic. Right. W- even with Foles in there the entire game and that game was not as close as the 1911 score indicates. Bears scored late and tried to get an onside kick and didn't. But yeah, Foles uh had a was really having a terrible game until the last drive. It padded his stats and made the game look closer than it was, but the Bears were never really a threat. I thought that was possible considering he was playing his former offensive coordinator, quarterback. Yeah, and, or, and you yeah. did mention that, and I, I think you picked the Colts, and I—I uh, I believe I did. Yeah, I think I, I think I picked the Bears you actually. Did pick the Bears, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my mistake. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how they do. Like, like you said, you brought up a good point with Frank Reich. Um, Next week, the Bears don't play them, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Bengals, Jags, I called it. Bengals, uh, Burrow had another really good game. Gardner Mishu actually had a really good game, but yeah. uh, Bengals actually pull out the win there. Um, and Joe Burrow tweeted, winning is fun, and I <laughs> replied back to him, don't get used to yeah, it. Yeah, no <laughs> You played the Jags, bro. Like, just settle down. Um, the, the big surprise to me, the Browns hanging 49 on, on yeah. the Cowboys. The Cowboys defense is bad. Yeah. Really, really bad. Yeah. And question. they, I mean, the, they came back. Dak yeah. had a, a hell of a second half and they came back and got within striking distance. And then they let OBJ run a reverse on the stat sheet it says 50 yards, but it was really 70. By the time he got that ball, he was way in the backfield and did one of those big sweeping uh, curves to get around a defender and ended up taking it to the house. And, uh, yeah, Cowboys are in trouble. Earl Thomas is still out there. Yeah. Only because the – did you see the story on that? I saw Houston didn't sign him, obviously. but He was in in Texas, and they were talking about signing him, but some players literally spoke out and said, no, we do not want this guy. Holy shit. Yeah. God damn. And, and that, I think, led them to not sign him because, you know, if your team doesn't want a guy and you bring him in, all that's going to do is cause more problems and controversy. And uh, he wants to be in, in Texas, Dallas, yeah, particularly. And you've got to wonder if they're going to pull the trigger now because, look, you just – They're pretty desperate, yeah. they got to be. You just let Baker Mayfield hang 49 on you. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, they've got weapons around him, but Baker Mayfield I still don't think is a great quarterback. Yeah, I think he's okay. Yeah, he's solid. And, and with the weapons that he's got around him, he's going to look better than he actually is. But you still don't expect him to hang 49 on a defense or on a team that – 
let's be honest, most people thought they were a playoff caliber team. Mm -hmm. And in that division, they still are, but, you know, still, it's a bad look. Uh, Saints-Lions, Saints win 35-29. Breeze, again, looked kind of pedestrian. I mean, he didn't have a horrible game, didn't throw any picks or anything like that. Uh, Kamara didn't quite have the monster game that that he'd been having, but they they pulled out the win. Um, Detroit, again, close, but no cigar. Um, Seahawks-Dolphins, closer than I thought it would be. It wasn't that close till the end, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they went 31, 23 Russell Wilson sucked cause he only threw two touchdowns instead of the fucking bomb. I know, man, he's my fantasy quarterback and he really let me down, but is what it is. Uh, Chris Carson had a pretty strong game, two touchdowns, 80 yards after having his leg almost ripped off by the cowboy last week. Yeah. Which I'm surprised. I haven't seen any any discipline come out of a that. Fine. That was there of a fine? like sixty five hundred dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean that was pretty egregious. I yeah, mean, he literally tried to like twist his ankle off, caught right on. I mean, zoomed up, caught on tape. Um, to me, I think that should have been at least a, a one or two game suspension. I would agree. Um, Chargers and the Bucks. The Chargers jumped out to a like like a twenty four to seven lead, and I thought, holy shit! Yeah. And then apparently somebody woke Tom Brady up because right. he ended up throwing five touchdowns. Game of Viagra or something. Yeah, something. <laughs> and and thirty eight thirty one. Bucks come back and win that one. Uh, Ronald Jones is going to make it really tough for them to to put Leonard Fournette into the game because he's playing very well. Yeah. Um, Gronk again didn't do much. Uh, at one point in the first half, he hadn't even been targeted. Oof. So at this at this point, I wonder, like, why why just sign him if you're not going to use him? I yeah. mean, he, he even jokes that I'm a blocker now. Well, that's not why you came back. No, but, you know, it's it's really not. I don't. Maybe he just because I know he lost a shit ton of weight. During yeah. His retirement season. I just maybe his heart's just not in it. He just wanted to hang out with his friend Tom again, you know, I, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's weird that to go from one of the most dominating tight ends in, in recent history to, you know, yeah, he took a year off year and a half, whatever it's been to now, like he's just there. Yeah. You know, like uh, I don't get it. Um, Ravens, Washington, 31, 17 Ravens winners there. Um, Look, it's Washington. They don't have a good team. No. You know, this is what the Ravens were supposed to do. Um, Although Dwayne Haskins didn't have a bad game. He didn't throw any picks. He went over 300 yards, but he didn't have any touchdowns either. Right. And they had no running game, really, to speak of. Uh, Terry McLaurin, is that his name? Um, Caught 10 passes for 100-plus yards. I've never heard of that guy. Um on the other side of the ball, Lamar Jackson, again, had a uh, touchdown run in the ball, seven yards of carry, but passing the ball, kind rather pedestrian. I mean, Two un- under 200 yards, he did have a pick. Um, but, again, against Washington, you don't have to be Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson, just not give away the ball. I mean, outside of the pick, that's really not a bad game. I mean, no, it's 14 not. 14 to 21, 193, not a lot of yards. Yeah, a little, little low, but again, you're playing Washington and yeah. you, know, you don't have to do a whole lot. Sure. Um, who else? Oh, RG3. Through one pass. 
came in. And threw oh, a and pick. The, the punter threw one too. <laughs> so I don't I don't know why RG three was even in there, but could have been a gadget play or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turned out to be an interception. Yeah. So, all right, moving on to. Gotta wait for it to load here. Panthers beat the Cardinals. Um, Obviously, I picked the Cardinals. I was on that train, but I'm looking at the next stop right now and and thinking about jumping off because without Christian McCaffrey, the Panthers still hung 31 points. Mike Davis had another good game, strong game. Robbie Anderson had a strong game. Teddy Bridgewater had a strong game. And And the Cardinals didn't look like they did any like i didn't see a lot of turnovers or anything like that right out of kyler murray they just couldn't couldn't get points on the board and and now they're sitting at two and two and i guess we're we're gonna find out who they really are here real soon yeah. uh vikings texans that was the battle of the Ophers, and uh vikings come out on top i think i picked them uh i can't remember who i picked i know i had a hard time picking that game i i think you picked the vikings but you yeah you you struggled with it yeah but yeah vikings come back uh with a big win and and for now anyway save their season i mean they're that at oh and four you're done yeah at one and three eh, you got a little wiggle room you know you're gonna have to get hot but you can you can still make something of it uh rams did not look real real quick though just I don't think it's going to happen during the season, but you think there's any chance Bill O'Brien gets fired? I mean, 0-4 after some of the very controversial I'd, head-scratching moves. I definitely made. think there's a chance. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got rid of one of, if not the best receiver in the game, and several other players. Yeah, the, I would say that if they don't have a major turnaround, I mean, I, at this point, I they don't have a chance to make the playoffs. No. But if they don't get hot and at least show some promise, I I'll be surprised if he's not fired oh. by the end of the year. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, at this point, you know, sh- you got to show me something and show it quick because yeah. otherwise we need to move on. We've hmm. got a franchise level quarterback there that you're basically letting get the shit kicked out of him week after week, and you've got a decent defense. You know, you yeah. got one of the best defensive players in the league. He's getting up there in age now, but he's still, you know, really damn a, good. Yeah. A stud. So yeah, you you gotta shit or get off the pot. Uh, Rams uh, beat the Giants. No big surprise there. I think the bigger surprise is the Rams only scored 17 points after yeah. the kind of the role that they had been on. Um, so again, didn't watch much of the game, so I don't know if the Giants just kind of played up to their competition or if the Rams played down. Looks, I'm going to suggest that the Rams probably played down a little bit. and Looking ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colts-Bears we already talked about. I don't even know why that's listed twice. Um, oh, I know why. Because initially it was a noon game, and I refreshed, and now it's yeah where, where it belonged. Uh, Bills-Raiders uh, pretty much called that one. Bills, you know, Raiders, they can score points. Yeah. They just can't stop anybody. Right. And... The Bills, it, it was close, and I think they ended up having to pull it out at the end, uh, if I'm not I mistaken. Think so, yeah. Um, but they're four and zero, and you're going to see some flaming tables. Yeah. <laughs> because what are the Bills Mafia? They called right. Um, yeah, they lot to shout about, and they're going to be uh, sitting pretty after tonight. I think in that division. Yeah, because I think we'll I get know. there, but I yeah. Think- 
Yeah. Uh, then we had the Sunday night did game. You, uh, real quick, did you see that one deep pass Josh Allen threw to Stefan Diggs, that, like, 50-yard bomb? Because that thing was fucking pretty. No, no, I did I got to admit, for, after being someone that's been saying since he's been drafted that he can't hit the broad side of a barn, it's – that was a beautiful throw. So yeah, there's I mean, actually call for him maybe being an MVP candidate. At this point, you can't. Yeah. I mean, he's in the conversation. Yeah, you know, he's he's lighting it up. Four weeks in the season, it, I haven't really seen many slips on his edge. So yeah, you got to at least talk about him. Right. Um, Sunday night we had Eagles and Niners, and you went with the Niners, I believe. I'm really I, I bet against Carson Wentz, but I, I think you did. I think I because, may have, I believe you. Because I said that you know, they had to rally the troops and, and try and save their season and they did. They pulled it out. It was an ugly game. Yeah. Until the I think the last drive finally Wentz, you know, threw some pretty balls and um yeah, the one, two and one Eagles are now in first place in the NFC East. And that's how sad that division is. All right. Um yeah, ten Steelers Titans we already know is going to be played in week seven and then we got the the Monday night games tonight um I'm not changing my pick on the Packer game that's no. you know still going with the Packers I'm not changing my pick on the the Chiefs game although now I'm saying it's definitely going to be a blowout I don't know if I'd go well they're gonna win by 10 points Brian Hoyer yeah. is your quarterback yeah not Stidman right and Sony Michelle is now out which uh, running backs never been a super popular. Yeah, or, Rex Burkhead. In, Bur- Burkhead had a great game last week, but yeah, without Cam Newton, that takes away. Let's be honest, a, a third of their offense thus far this year with the RPOs and everything. So you're not running those plays with Brian Hoyer. Yeah, no. And, and I don't think Brian Hoyer wants to get into a a shootout with Patrick Mahomes. Right. So. They're going to have to play great defense and and grind it out on the ground to even have a chance, yeah. in my opinion. Um, if they get, you know, if they get down by 10 early, mm-hmm. 10, 14, whatever, it's going to get nasty. Yeah, I just, I don't, you know. Yeah. I, I think Patriots are probably going to end up losing by at least two touchdowns tonight. Okay. Still. Sure. I think I think that's what I said before, and you disagreed uh, you agreed that the Chiefs were going to win, but you thought it was going to come down to like a last possession type thing. I think that's out out yeah, the window no, no. at this point. I would I agree. really do. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, that's week three, four. Sorry, wrap up, and we'll jump right into week five preview. Um, of course, we already talked about the Monday night games, so fuck them. We're going to go to Thursday night. We got the Bucks and the Bears. Yeah, I, I Bucks. Yeah, Bucks big. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not much to talk about there. Like I said, uh, old big dick Nick's looking like little bitch Mitch right now. And uh, Bucks are on a roll since they dropped that. Was it the first game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Brady's still looking like Brady thus far. As, did yeah. throw two pick six, sixes this week, though. Brady did? You didn't know that? Yeah. Again? In the first half, yeah. He threw two pick sixes. No, I did not know. Yeah. So that's how the Chargers got up. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I did not know that. And then – Goes out and throws five touchdowns. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Panthers, Falcons. <laughs> I'm out. I don't even know. Panthers. 
You're calling the Falcons 0 and 5. Yeah, cuz I think they've I I think tonight's going to be the indicator of they're either going to give up and get steamrolled or they're going to try and win and play a tough game but still lose and then the following week they okay. will give up. I reserve the right to change this. Okay. After tonight's game, I'm going Falcons. Okay. They they've got they've been putting points on the board. Sure. They just got to clean things up defensively, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Falcons. But I reserve the right to change that depending on what I see tonight. Right. I think Carolina they don't look nearly as bad as they initially looked in the first two weeks because I mean they had a brand new coach in the I'll weird off season we had. I think that I, I don't know that they're gonna win the division like I predicted, but I think they're gonna be a decent like eight and eight, seven and nine level team. So. I can see that. Yeah. Um, Bills Titans and ooh. Yeah, it, on paper, looks like a great game. It does, yeah. Um, Titans don't really have – none of the guys that were tested positive, none of the major players. Not they, that I know of. I know they've got uh, – there's a few players that see the field, but mm-hmm. it's you know it ain't like Derrick Henry or Tannehill or anybody's out. So, sure. Um, at this point, it's Battle of the Unbeatens. <sighs> I guess it doesn't really matter where they're at just for the simple fact that you know, it's not a East Coast West Coast thing. Sure. And there's no fans. Uh, I'm gonna hop on the old Bills bandwagon. I, I will join you there. Yes. Yeah, I think B- B- Buffalo looks legit. Yeah, they yeah. they really do. They got one of the better defenses in the league, and Josh Allen, like you said, is playing at an MVP level. I mean, yeah. at the very least, an All Pro level. Yeah. Uh, Raiders Chiefs. Uh, yeah. I mean, look. I, Raiders showed they can score points, but I don't think they can keep up with the Chiefs, especially with the way that the Raiders haven't been able to really stop anybody. Right. So I see that being like a 40-20 type game. Yeah, I mean, the line's 12 points. So yeah. Vegas thinks that way too, and I, I would completely agree. I mean, it's also a big rivalry game, so I don't that takes out the chance yeah, of especially, looking past them. Especially so. in the AFC West, but it also throws in the factor that being a divisional game, a rival game, that's one of those games that you look at and you say, oh, they're going to beat them 45 to 20. And then you watch the game Sunday and it ends up being 17, 13. Like it's, you know what I mean? I'm That's, thinking the opposite though. I think because of it's a big rivalry game, they're not going to look past the Raiders and well, uh, uh, I think they'll put it on them. Those that's a rivalry that doesn't really get a lot of attention. It's a great rivalry. It, it is. And it's also, one of those very heated rivalries mm-hmm. like the fan bases fucking hate each other yeah. with a passion. My brother went to one of those yep. games and he, he went, he's not a Raider fan, not a chief fan, but had the guy that he went with that got him the tickets was a Raider fan. So my brother went just wearing black. He didn't even wear like a Raider shirt in Kansas city, in, in Kansas city. Yeah. And he said that it was just brutal how much they hate, anything Raider there. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I tend to agree in that. I think the chiefs are going to blow them out. Um, so I convinced you. No, I'm just saying it's one of those where I wouldn't be shocked oh, okay. if it was close, but sure. in, in my gut, I feel like chiefs are going to blow them out. Okay. Uh, Cardinals jets. Hey, I'm not hopping off the bandwagon yet. Cause they're going to look really good against yeah, the jets. Completely agree. Uh, Eagles Steelers. Eagles don't. Uh, I just Carson from what I've seen. Killed. Yes, they don't have a chance because they have no offensive line. 
And they have if, Kelsey. That's it. Pretty much. If they, if Bosa would have been playing last night, oh yeah, I, I think San Francisco wins that game. Yeah, Wentz would have been on his back. The Steelers are pretty much leading the league in quarterback pressure this year, and and I, barring some kind of miracle strategy, I, I Wentz is going to be fortunate to get out of there under his own power. I think I think that defense is going to tear him up. Uh, Steelers coming off of a bye, even though they didn't want one, um, so they're going to be well rested. Yeah, I I see this being very bad for the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Rams and Washington. Uh, I got no reason to believe that Washington's going to do anything to win that game. And the Rams are, are other playing than pretty a, strong ball. Other than the fact that it's a noon start, that's it. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, it is West Yeah, west Coast to East Coast, but still I think the Rams are, just, are that much better. Yeah, uh, I agree. It might be one of those games that looks closer than it, it should be, but – yeah. I think talent's going to win out, and I, I got the Rams. Yeah, that might be the game we see Kyle Allen or Alex Smith. Mm, possibly, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bengals-Ravens. Joe Burrow says winning is fun. Well, guess what? <laughs> that shit's over. Right. Because I think the Ravens are probably going to smack them around. I completely agree. Uh, again, on the defensive side of the ball, I don't see any way that they can stop the Ravens' running, running game. Absolutely. Uh, even if Lamar doesn't throw the ball very well. I, I think they're probably going to end up rushing for two to two fifty in that game. Yeah. Uh, Jags, Jags, Texans. If you don't win this game, uh, you got to fire him. Bill O'Brien. Yeah. I mean, at this point, if you drop to zero and five against the Jags, in my opinion, if I'm the owner, you're done. You, you know, right. you, this is a game you're supposed to win. You got to win this game, so I'm I'm going Texans. I yeah, very good reasoning. Uh, Dolphins, Niners, Niners. Um, they're they're still good enough. And is is Garoppolo coming back this week or? I don't is it know. Still in question. I don't know. Um, hmm. I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna actually go with the Dolphins because we because of the uncertainty. Okay, but it's a. East Coast team going to the West Coast. Well, that's different because it's a later game. Still a lot of travel. Oh, but okay, fine. I'm still going Niners. All right. Uh, I think they'll bounce back. Uh, Colts Browns. Hmm. Yeah. Look, Browns are putting a lot of points on the board. Colts aren't. You know, the Colts are have won some games. They both three and one, but the Colts are not blowing it up offensively. And I yeah. think I think they're going to struggle to catch you know the Browns. Look, I still think the Browns are going to lose games that they shouldn't, or lose games in ways that baffle you. Um, I I think the Colts might struggle to to slow them down. The the Browns are rolling right now. You know the offense is clicking. Yeah, I go with the Browns too. Yep. Uh, Giants, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys, yeah, I mean, just Cowboys can't stop anybody, but they're still putting a lot of points on the board. Dak is playing out of his mind uh, already. Almost seventeen hundred yards passing in four weeks, so yeah, Cowboys probably big. Yeah, and if they somehow pull defeat out of the jaws of victory there, uh, then I don't know what to do in Dallas. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, Broncos, Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I, I mean, a lot of it, how close the game is going to be might depend on whether or not Cam gets the uh, the clearance to come back. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a huge factor. Um, You know what? Even still, it's going to be backup quarterback versus backup quarterback, and I like the team the Patriots have more than the team Denver has. So, yeah. I agree. Um, and the coaching as well. Belichick's a lot better than Vic Fangio. Yeah. Um, I mean, at this point, it on paper looks like it, it might be at least a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if Cam somehow is able to, to get off that COVID list, then it might might get a little uglier. Yeah. Uh, Vikings Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are going to hang up a lot of points on them. Yeah, but I mean the Vikings are scoring. Yeah. And their their backs are definitely against the wall right now. I'm going to go Vikings. I think the Vikings pull off a shocker here. I think it's going to be a kind of a high-scoring slugfest, but I, I think the Vikings, at least they better, yeah. uh, want it more. They have to. You know, they, They're still, like I said, they, they saved their season with a win last week, but uh, that could easily be reversed with another loss. The, yeah. You come out of this uh, one and four, and the Packers win tonight, as well they should, mm-hmm. then you got a serious uphill climb. Right. So uh, I'm going to... I'm going to say that Zimmer's going to whip them into a frenzy and, and come out and win that game, although it is in Seattle. No 12th man, obviously. But it's a night game, and, yeah, there's no fans there. So, yeah, but I, I, I'm going to say the Vikings squeak one out. Yeah, I'm not betting against Russell Wilson right now. Yeah, probably, probably a good – I'm sure I'll eat that pick, but nah. fuck it. It's not a bad upset special. No, yeah. I, I get your reasoning. It makes sense. Yeah, but. the Vikings have talent, and like I said, they it's now or never. They they yeah. got to get hot in a hurry if if they want to have a chance at the playoffs. Uh, Monday night next week, October twelfth, we got the Chargers and the Saints. Um, you know Herbert's not looking terrible. He's yeah, looked pretty good. Um, you know they they couldn't keep up with Tom though once Tom was able to shake off the two picks. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going Saints. I'm going to Chargers. A, I think it'll be a close game, but at home, I think Breeze and the boys will. Well, yeah, Thomas might be back too, right? Should be. He's. I know he's. Cl- hell, he was close a week ago. So, yeah. I would say this was. I think this was the target week for him. It's a high ankle, so maybe not. If he's back, then definitely. I, I'm saying. The Saints, but I I think they're going to find a way to pull it out. It looks like Drew and Emmanuel Sanders are starting to build a little rapport. I think he caught five or six balls this week. Uh, They still got Kamara. So, yeah, I I got the Saints by uh, probably around a touchdown, maybe a field goal, but I'm picking the Saints. Um, You know how to go with the Chargers. That'll be my upset, potential upset. Didn't you already pick an upset earlier? No? Yeah, you took – uh, Dolphins isn't really. Eh, Dolphins is kind of an upset yeah, over kinda. the Niners. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't think he did. Uh. So yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at going into week. What is it? Five. I keep losing it. Yeah. Um, a couple other stories. Did you see the big fight in the Giants Rams game last week? I did see that. Yeah. I, I guess Jalen Ramsey 
has a couple of kids with Golden Tate's sister. Oh. And that's where the beef came from. I did yeah, I didn't know the backstory on that. Yeah. And yeah, they got into a slugfest right there on the field and then I guess after the afterwards they broke it all up, but Jalen Ramsey was waiting outside the Giants locker room wanting round two, apparently. Jesus. So I I think they're gonna both receive one of those strongly worded letters. Yeah. Um, with some numbers because I'm sure they're gonna get fined for that. Makes you wonder why the fuck they hate each other so much. I mean. Yeah. Well, I I don't know the whole story as far as whether or not they're still together or anything. But oh, if if yeah. I w- were to just pull it out of my ass and guess, I would say that. It's some baby mama drama, and there were some words exchanged because one of them's a DB. One, of, they were probably on the field a lot at the same sure. time, and it started. And, and yeah, Jalen Ramsey has always kind of been a loudmouth, obnoxious. Oh, yeah. So I could see him jawing to the point where it, it came to the old fisticuffs. Right. So yeah, um, what was the other? Oh, how did we not cover the Odell Beckham? Story from I have a no idea. couple weeks ago. I have no idea. So if you haven't heard by now, there was this... I can't even remember her name. It's it's some... Instagram uh, model or something. I don't know. Well, they're the ones that have the show, the, this little podcast that they do. And uh, the, one of them, she got really famous a month or two ago because she admitted on the show that she basically had a blow bang with the Phoenix Suns. Oh in Jesus! A, in a hotel room, yeah, like she was, she was apparently fucking this guy in the hotel room who worked for the club, and all of a sudden she said like seven or eight players on the team, literally on the team last year, just walked into the hotel room and whipped it out, and she blew them all. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so she got her fifteen minutes of fame that and. Total smoke show, too, by the way, and, like, <laughs> right on, <Right>. slut. <laughs> but anyway, so they had this, I think it's a rap, some female rapper who's not, I don't think, super big, but big enough. But anyway, she basically broke the story that she shat on Odell Beckham Jr., hmm. that he likes to be pooped on. <laughs> no wonder he's saying with the Browns. Boom! Boom! Yeah, yeah. Like, and he was quiet about it, but it, he did. I don't. He was on somebody's show about a week, week and a half ago, and and basically just kind of laughed it off and said that you know don't believe everything here. But she got pretty detailed over their conversation and everything, and like she took a video of her dropping one and sent it to him, and yeah, that's wow. Yeah. And it look, it could be one of those deals where they're just they're trying to keep cashing in on their fifteen minutes. Sure, of and they that was somebody. my initial thought when. But at the same time, having worked in the industry that I've worked in, and having told a couple of the stories that I've told, I'm not going to completely disbelieve it. Yeah, because there are that porn does exist for a reason. They're yes. not doing it for nobody. And. and a lot of time people are into some fucking weird shit. Yeah. And you would think that these people that have lots and lots of money ha- almost have to get into some weird shit because they can afford it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you're doing blow bangs and coke and a bunch of whores, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- like 
they need that something extra. Like right. I can't tell you how many really wealthy people, guys, whatever, go to the strip clubs and do some weird shit hmm. and and pay top dollar for it. Well, that's a story for another day, obviously. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it yeah, like I said, I'm not going to 100% disbelieve it. Would I be surprised if it's completely made up just so they can cash in on fame? No, not at all. But at the same time, I'm not going to be surprised if it's 100% true. So, yeah. OBJ, you got some splaining to do, yeah. man. That's uh, that's pretty rough. So, all right. Um, what else were we going to talk about? Well, the pandemic special. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So, yes. Uh, South Park had the big pandemic special. Uh, I think we briefly talked about it last week, didn't we? We talked about how it was airing that night because last time we were in here was Wednesday. Day that's aired, right. So. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, yeah, it was on a lot over the weekend. Oh, yeah. I think every time I flipped past Comedy Central, it was on. Like, oh, really? The The first night it was on back-to-back-to-back uh, to back to back daily show, back to the pandemic special, and they ran it like five or six times. Yeah. And then it was on at least – two or three times every day since then. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll just, uh, overall, what were your thoughts? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I did too. Yeah. I thought the first half was, uh, cause it's the one hour, it's a special, so it's one hour, but uh, I thought the first half was a little bit stronger than the second half. It kind of had that the middle of the show. Agreed. It dipped a little bit, but agreed. Yeah. I still thought it was very, very good. Um, <laughs> The part, as soon as the news people started talking about Wuhan yeah. and that music kicked in, the techno music, I thought, oh, it's going to, Randy's going to be the cause. Yeah. And sure as shit. Way to bat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched it by now, then uh, fuck you. I'm sorry. You had several opportunities. Basically what it boils down to. You can also watch it free online, southparkstudios.com. Yeah. Last season... While trying to sell his weed, Randy ended up going to China, i.e. the way like Marvel and everything, like a lot of money from the United States comes from China for our movies and things of that nature. And so that's what Randy went to China. Well, as it turns out, they happened to go to Wuhan. Randy and Mickey Mouse, who is a live character in the South Park yeah. world who runs the Disney company, they go to Wuhan, China and get all fucked up, smoke weed, and... Mickey tell or basically coerces Randy into fucking a bat. Yeah. And, and that's the bat that ends up bringing, or so they thought brought the, uh, the virus to America. And then it's, it, it comes, they come to find out that it's not a bat at all. And Randy thinks he's off the hook. And then, then he's like, it's this weird creature. Tangling. Well, yeah, but they, when they said the, the, Latin name for it, the species name for it. Yeah. Randy was even like, what the fuck is a whatever? Right. It's like, you might know it as a pangolin. And he's like, wait, what? Yeah, a pangolin. And then cue the techno music. And that same night, while they're still fucked up, Mickey has Randy fuck a pangolin. And uh, yeah, so basically it boils down to Randy thinks that his, <laughs> his sperm carries the antidote for coronavirus yeah. and ends up getting people sicker and... Give it a mustache. They also get a mustache that looks just like Randy's. Meanwhile, Butters wants to build a bear, but it turns out Stan is the one that's losing his fucking mind over, which 
I think everybody can relate to that. Yeah. He just wants his life back, but they did a really good job of like covering several things that have gone right. On in the the news. police brutality, all the cops were out of work because of that, and they became teachers because the teachers didn't want to go back to school. And Eric is coming up with everything he can to not go back to school. Uh, right. The the best part was or not best part, but one of my highlights though was when the 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 mayor was trying to get. Uh, the cops to do something. He's like, well, you took away all of our stuff. And she's like, all right, I'll sign an executive order and then cue the Motley Crue music. And the cops are rolling down the street with tanks and riot gear and shit to try and restore order. Did you notice the banner on the tank that said teachers association? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They end up the kid they kill in the park. Cause he's got a snowball and they just smoke him Uh token. When they're they're trying they're pointing their guns at Cartman and they end up shooting Token, who's the black character, and like got him. Yeah, we had a kid out of school due to COVID, and it's like, no, you shot him. We saw you. We were right, but we wouldn't be in school if it wasn't the COVID. So he's in the hospital due to COVID. Yeah. COVID related. Yeah, yeah, COVID related. Yeah. So yeah, overall, yeah, I thought it was a great special. Still didn't say anything about. Uh, they did though. Randy, it's like, yeah, I think you're right. Doing a pandemic special is a bad idea. And then his wife has a mustache. Oh, oh like, yeah. He said we're going to do more specials. I think that's their subtle way of that's what's going to happen. What's a, yeah, Which just... they did something pretty cool at the start of the episode because he announces the pandemic special for selling pot, which that was one of my favorites. It's like, oh, that's uh, Gary, blah, blah, blah. He decided to open a restaurant. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what was the other one? No, he said whoops about the tanning salon. Yeah. He said, yeah, you, not, the the other guy with the restaurant is like, yeah, it's not looking like such a great idea, right? And, and Carol, you you opened a tanning salon. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> He's bragging about how yeah. well his business is He's like, it's hitting everybody hard, but but not me. I, I'm doing great. In fact, <laughs> he pulls out the chart. Our sales have increased 400% since <laughs> the shutdown. Yeah. They, they, like I said, they touched on basically everything that's gone right. on in the last six, eight months. Right. And on the way from it his wife is like i can't believe you're doing a pandemic special and if you read between the lines it's like no why are you doing a pandemic special it's like well people really need the pandemic special right now like yeah 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 no uh those guys are they've always been geniuses i mean right you know it was once they started doing because early on they didn't do a lot of like current event type stuff yeah no i mean they they would they would do stuff that may have happened in the past and touch on Mm. But then I, I want to say probably around, I don't know, I, I'd have to go look, but I want to say around years ago, something like that. season eight, nine, somewhere in there is when they really started doing more of the uh, current stuff. And then the last, I would say, five or six years, they've been like on it within days. Yeah. You know, if, if something went down within the season, you would see it before, you know, by the end of the week, they would have something in there or at least the following episode. And then when they come back, you know, from their break, they almost always at least pick one big hot button issue, Mm -hmm. whether it was, you know, Donald Trump, who Mr. Garrison has basically turned into him. And I did like when they called and, you know, the prime minister of Russia's on the phone. Tell him to suck my balls. And the Mm -hmm. so-and-so is on. Tell him to lick the shit off my dick or whatever. Mr. Slave's on the phone. Mr. Slave. And he immediately <laughs> picks up the phone, but it's Stan, of course. So, yeah, good shit. Um, what was uh, the other thing we were going to talk about? 
Um, well, I want to touch on the Rogan thing because he finally commented on it. Um, if you listen last week, there's or even just pay attention to the news. There's a lot of controversy right now with um, his Spotify deal. Um, Spotify employees are demanding that his episodes be edited and basically censored and also have information for like fact, che- fact checking and things like that. Um, Which we think is utterly fucking ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. So this past week he had Tim Dillon on, which it, I don't know if you know him at all, the comedian. I only know him no. through podcasts, but holy shit, dude. That guy does not give a fuck at all. Like, he has a video of him dressed as Megan McCain talking about <laughs> how she loves her dad's dick. And I'm going to fuck daddy. I'm going to fuck him. Like, it's so fucking weird. But uh, Okay. Yeah, he has no filter whatsoever. Anyway, so he addressed, he finally addressed the controversy and said, look, I don't know. You guys don't need to freak out. I have literally not spoken to Spotify about it at all. They have not brought it up. They have not talked to me about it. The censorship stuff isn't going to happen. So I find that very reassuring, especially the fact that they didn't even talk to him about it, which means tell me the higher up higher ups at Spotify are just trying to, you know, brushing off their employees a little bit and which could lead to even more shit over it. If, if now, you know, Joe comes on and says, ain't said nothing to me. And all that's going to do is piss those people off even more. Right. But it's nice that at least so far then, the executives of the company has just decided that they don't really care and they're just going to move forward and keep it moving. So. Well, and they shouldn't. I mean, yeah. you know, again, like we talked about, this is a major, major deal that is going to bring in millions and millions of, of dollars of revenue for Spotify. Mm-hmm. You know, because, yeah, you can go on there for free and listen to the show, but a lot of people want to watch the video. Mm-hmm. And that's, like you said, that's a premium thing. Okay. I, I believe. I think. I'm not sure. I don't that I don't know. And not only that, but it's only going to lead to more video content on Spotify mm-hmm. to the point where Spotify actually has a at least a shot at YouTube now. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz everybody, you know, not everybody, but most people I know have Spotify. Mm-hmm. It kind of Pandora was the the first big one, but I I got to think Spotify has has I surpassed so them. Yeah. Yeah. I was always Spotify even before, you know, they were very well known. Mm-hmm. And early on, it kind of sucked because there were a lot of artists that did not allow their music on Spotify. Like ACDC, you couldn't find ACDC on Spotify for a long time. Huh. And now, obviously, you can get their whole damn catalog on there. Um, speaking of ACDC, have you seen any of the news on that? They've actually made the announcement that the album, I think it's called Power Up, and they've released, they, they released a... Basically, it's just a very small snippet of a song. Mm-hmm. It's a, like a guitar riff and sounds really good. Of course, yeah. it's ACDC. So um, I think they're gearing up for an album. And Is it Axel or? No. Who is it? No, it's Brian. Oh, Brian, no shit. Brian He's Johnson's back. back. Oh, nice, yeah. Nice. Yeah. He got hit. You know, if you didn't know, he basically was forced out of the band because he had a health issue where he was basically going deaf. Mm-hmm. And doctors told him that if he quits, he he could recover and be okay. And so that's what he did, which led to, uh, although he didn't quit, he was basically, the band was like, we're we're going to go on with this tour without you. Um, but they patched things up, and Brian Johnson took a break, and he's good to go now. And they got this album coming out, and they're planning the tour. Mm-hmm. Granted, we don't know what the hell's going to happen with all this COVID bullshit. Um, but yeah, they so looking forward to that. 
really hope they come somewhere close because on my bucket list of bands, that's like the one that I have not seen mm-hmm. yet. Um, so I definitely will will try and make that. So yeah. Um, other thing I was going to talk about just real quick and an interesting thing happened to me this weekend. I DJed a wedding. Big surprise. I'm a DJ. Um, yeah. And so I've been a DJ off and on for fuck, um, almost 25 years. Damn. I think I started doing it right around when I was 20, right around 22. So 23, 24 years right now. I'm 28. That's a long time. Yeah, and started out doing karaoke. I've done a lot of weddings and parties, and, of course, we know about strip club stuff and bars. But in all the weddings and stuff I've done, I've never had this occur. So the the wedding took place here in central Illinois, Bloomington Normal Area. It's actually a small town outside of Bloomington called Tawanda. Very small town. Hmm. But they have a, a – it's called the Old Rugged Barns, like one of those quaint little venues. And that's where they had the wedding. And it was kind of a small, they only had, I think, 50 to 50, 60 people, mm-hmm. which is small for a wedding. Anyway, the bride and groom were, I, I guess, both in the service. Mm-hmm. I don't know what branch. I didn't get that far into it. But they met, I think, out in Washington State, decided to get married. The bride and all of her family was from western Kansas. So I got to hear Kansas City Chiefs shit screamed in my ear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the groom's family, groom's side, they were all from Pennsylvania. Okay. So they literally just picked the closest spot to the middle between those two areas to get married. So of all, every single person in in the wedding, at the wedding, as a guest or uh, attendant, none of them were from even this state, let alone this area. That seems odd, but it kind of makes sense. I, I mean, guess. it does make sense, but you just you never really hear about that. I mean, yeah. you hear of destination weddings, but yeah. those are like in fucking Mexico or Jamaica or you know someplace where everybody can enjoy. And I even got on the mic towards the end of the night and made the comment like, of all the places you could have gone, why the fuck would you choose literally the worst goddamn state in the union? <laughs> and not only that, but you don't choose Chicago or even. Peoria or St. Louis, you choose Bloomington, where there's nothing but cornfields and college kids. Yeah. And yeah, I've never experienced that before. Like that's that is yeah, that's weird. Yeah, just I it blew my mind when because the the I was talking to what I didn't know at the time. It turned out to be the mother of the bride, and she was telling we got people from Kansas and people from Pennsylvania. And I thought, oh, cool, you know you. Some people traveled from here, but no, all of them traveled, literally. And, I mean, that's a hell of a coordination to get even that many people. But, again, with the whole COVID thing and flying wasn't yeah, super prevalent. I, I'm, but I guess everybody drove, I think they said, around seven to eight hours each and met it basically and literally in a cornfield outside of Bloomington, Illinois, is where the this wedding venue was. Yeah. Super cool people. I had a good time. Um, kind of, Like I said, it was kind of low-key. There was only, like, I want to say maybe 60 people there. Uh, really dreary day, kind of shitty, but it was a good time. Right. Um, easy money for me. I mean, they were, they were fun. Mm. So, yeah, that's all I got. You got anything else? It's not like there was, but I forgot, so never mind. All right, well, 
That place wasn't important. Yeah, I'm sure we'll come back again. All right, right, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Next time you hear from us, we'll be... I'm not sure. Not sure. All right. (laughs) Well, I'm sure we'll have, uh, by then, a week five... Right? Yeah, week five uh, review and week six preview. And that is going to wrap it up. Dylan, we'll see you next time. Ooh.